If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Special football 24-7, free agency edition. Johnny Mack, Eagles make their first move, get an edge rusher, Hassan Reddick. I'll kick it right to you. What do you know about the signing, do you like the signing? Is it a good ad for the Eagles? What can you tell me? Um, it's an interesting ad. I, I will say that because it's clearly an ad for Jonathan Gannon in the type of defense that he wants to run. And it's going to be interesting because I think Hassan Reddick's going to play that Sam linebacker position rather than the traditional defensive end you think of as a pass rusher in Philadelphia. We'll see how it shakes out. Jonathan wants to run these multiple fronts. They want to play, you know, more five technique, four eye with the defensive ends at times. And they didn't really have the type of pass rusher they wanted at that Sam position with Gennard Avery last season, Patrick Johnson as a rookie mixing in a little bit. And that's where Hassan Reddick will fit. Remember, obviously everybody remembers him from Temple, uh, in the Philadelphia area. Um, it's a local kid from Camden, New Jersey. Went to Haddon Heights High School in South Jersey. Um, he's six foot one, though, in, in about 236, seven pounds. So he's not that, you know, Josh Sweat like six foot five, lanky guy who's real long. And that's why I think he fits in better as that Sam linebacker rushing from that position. And we've really never seen that in Philadelphia, Xander, because it's been so long uh, where they just played a more traditional 4-3. So it's going to be interesting to see. His career, you know, he was a little bit of a disappointment in Arizona early in his career and any kind of He kind of took off in 2020 with double-digit sacks at at the perfect time. Remember, he was a first-round pick, so those first three years, I think he only had – I'm looking it up. He had seven-and-a-half sacks through his first three seasons as as the 13th overall pick in the draft. So, obviously, that was a a disappointment as an edge rusher. A Jalen Rager level under under achievement. Yeah. And they didn't give him the 50-year option. All of a sudden, he goes for 12 and a half in 2020. And then he goes to Carolina for the one season and again hits double digits with 11. So, you know, you're you're getting a guy. That's what the Eagles want. He's only 27. So that's sort of the age they want. Um, and edge rushers are always expensive. You know, 45 million, so it's 15 million average annual value. But you know, judging they signed him to a three year deal, probably how he's going to have those voidable years on the back end. He's going to stretch it out as much as possible to, to give the Eagles some salary cap relief in the short term. I think it's a worthy signing. It's an indication 
you're doing things to help Jonathan Gannon to run the type of defense that he wants to run. Um, and look, he's been a double-digit sack guy, and the Eagles don't have that. Two consecutive years. So he should be able to get home to the quarterback better than they have been getting home. Let's put it that way. Yeah, and they hadn't been good at that. I think they were second to last in the league last year at getting to the quarterback. John, does this change – or does this alter how you think the Eagles will proceed with the draft and the rest of the offseason? Does this change what you think they might do in the first round or uh, vice versa? A little bit. I mean, I mean, remember, the Eagles have three first-round picks, so whether they take them or not is to be determined. Uh, they'll start the process of 15, 16, 19. Everybody looks at the edge rushers. Most of them in the draft are traditional, more traditional defensive ends. So they still need a player at defensive end. So I still think they're going to draft somebody there. And this is where you're going. People have talked about the Eagles, their defense. They just don't have enough talent. Well, here you bring in a significant talent upgrade at what I think is going to be the Sam linebacker position. Then you can add a defensive end in the draft. Who knows? Cornerback safety from there. But what it does is it, you know, it, 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 it and that's what free agency is for. When you see an obvious need, you want to make sure you at least patch it up somewhat before you go to the draft. So, so you have options. Yeah, so you yeah. have options. So everybody thinks there's going to be six edge rushers gone pretty quickly. Um, and most think one or two will be left for the Eagles at 15. But in case there is a run and those six guys go in the top 14, you got to be ready. You got to be ready to pivot and to have an edge rusher like Hassan Reddick, that helps you at least have that sort of safety net. It fills the Derek Barnett void who will not be back. I guess he's out there in free agency right now, could be working on a deal uh, for his next team. So I guess you see this as a good fit for Jonathan Gannon's defense. He won't have to change to to make, I guess, the you know the popular phrase that goes around now is for coaching is, you know, accentuate the talents of their players. Is this not a, a player you feel they'll have to change for? He'll fit into kind of the way Gannon, Gannon ran his defense last year? Yeah, I think he's a better fit for that, especially at the Sam linebacker position, which I said they were using Gerard Avery and Patrick Johnson. And, you know, it, it not only will he fit into that position, but that position will become more important important in the Eagles defense so last year you know that guy would leave the field when they went into nickel that's not necessarily going to be the case this year because they have a better player who can make more plays at that particular position maybe it's one of the weak side linebackers going off the field maybe it's one of the defensive ends going off the field and Hassan essentially plays that edge rushing position so it just gives them more options it makes that role more important. If you look at uh, Minnesota back in the day when Jonathan Gannon was there, Anthony Barr-like type player can do some different things. Uh, but I think he'll play more of a hybrid role of that Sam linebacker and edge rusher on obvious passing downs. But one thing, Hassan Reddick's going to be on the field 
when you're in nickel and you got to rush the passer. So the one thing JG always talks about is multiple fronts. So I think people get caught into that uh, 4-3 or 3-4 mindset. His whole goal is to make it more difficult for the opposing quarterback to sort of morph into more of a, an amoeba-type look for a, a lack of a better phrase. So he'll be playing. Maybe he'll look like a defensive end. Maybe he'll look like a Sam linebacker at times. But it gives him more ability to, to mix back and forth. And I think Hassan can handle uh, both of those roles better than, say, Gennard Avery did. Yeah, I mean, I think you said he was six one, right? That seems. Yeah, you know, six I'm, I'm not the expert in what the right size for an edge rusher is, but that does seem like a small edge rusher to me. Uh, it's very small. You know, one of the things with Micah Parsons last year coming out, people were you know debating back and forth: is he a linebacker? Is he an edge rusher? I thought he was an edge rusher, but he was too small. He he was too short. He didn't have the arm length, and people said, "Well, he can't rush off the edge." turns out it can because he's he's more athletic than everybody else that's sort of i don't want to say hassan reddick has that kind of talent but sort of the same mindset uh he doesn't look like an edge rusher like i said if you were going to create an edge rusher in a lab he would look like josh sweat that's what everybody's looking for the six five guy with these massively long arms and athleticism he's not that he doesn't look like an edge rusher but he plays like an edge rusher so you just said that about josh sweat are you expecting some big leaps forward from josh sweat the other edge rusher on this team well josh is a good player i I know he's a good player but it can he get to that next level of player where opposing opposing offenses are planning for him things like that yeah I, i i think already that kind of started late last season, I do think he has the chance to be a double-digit sack guy. But I just mean the way he looks. He looks like an edge. Certain guys right. look like he got he the looks. The, the first day, you can ask other guys who cover the Eagles with me, the first day I saw him, I said, that guy looks like an edge rusher. Mm-hmm. I mean, he just, again, if you were going to cast a movie, you'd go get Josh Sweat if he never played football and said, okay, he looks like an edge rusher. That's what you're supposed to look like. So when you talk about the combine, we just got by the combine. Everybody looks for certain measurables at particular positions. That's Josh Sweat at edge rusher. Right. Okay. Two last questions for you, Johnny Mack. Eagles make a signing here. They get a sign Reddick edge rusher, three-year deal, 45 million, 30 million guaranteed. Is there anyone else out there right now? I know a lot of teams made a lot of signings. Doug Peterson, Trent Baalke are making some moves down there in Jacksonville. Is there anyone else on the market you expect the Eagles to target? Is there someone out there you personally like for this football team? Uh, Let me know your thoughts. Yeah, I mean, I still think they're going to go and get a safety, and I'm trying to keep my eyes on everybody because it's coming. Yeah, the the news is flying fast. Yeah. and, and there are still some guys. Un- unfortunately, Quandre Diggs signed in uh, Seattle, and he got uh, about 13, just over $13 million a year average annual value. So that is going to 
make players like Justin Reed and Theory more expensive. Um, Marcus Williams, I'm sure. His Marcus Williams, right. yeah, more expensive. Uh, so, you know, unfortunately, that's what happens in the market. You know, I think Emmanuel Agba, I'm just – uh, trying to figure out what he got. Uh, I think it was four sixty four four years sixty five million. So that kind of set the the rate. And you see, the Eagles got a little bit of a better deal with Reddick. But you know, if you're in that first day of free agency, by nature, you're going to overpay a little bit. That's right, the, because you got you got to pay a premium to beat the other yeah. teams in the market. Yeah. Last question for you, Johnny Mac. If you had to give it a grade. Uh, give this signing a grade for the Eagles. Maybe don't. Have, maybe it doesn't have to be definitive. You can talk more about it on Birds 365 in the morning with Jody Mack. But Jody Mack ended the show today with, you know, well, we have a signing 24 hours. I think the name he said was Hassan Reddick, and here we are a couple hours later, and it's and and it's done. Yeah, he he basically said, you know, what would a splash name be? And for him, he said Marcus Williams or Hassan Reddick. Right. I was a little bit surprised that he would consider Hassan Reddick a splash. I think he's a good player. I think he's an upgrade. I think he's a fit. I, I said, you know, if you're going to go out and sign Chandler Jones, that to me is a splash. I mean, that's right. a splash. Um, and I think the contract tells you it's not a splash, but it's a good player. It's an upgrade and it makes sense for the Eagles um, for what, as I said, what Jonathan Gannon wants to do. I mean, this is a, this is a clear indication. Howie Roseman has said consistently that we are an extension of the coaching staff. This is the shift. Like if Jim Schwartz was here, they're not signing Hassan Reddick. This is the shift that, this is our coach. This is what our coach wants. And a new era, a, if you will. A, a little bit of a new era. Yeah. Right. So do you, do you have a grade for me? An A, a B, a C, a D? An I, would, F? I, I would give it a B. I mean, there's everything there. He's young. It's expensive, but not too expensive. There's some upside. It makes sense. But I don't know if this is a slam dunk player. There are certain players that you know they're going to be good players. There's been, you know, three so-so years, two good years. You know, there's still some some things to prove, but that's what free agency is about. That's what good teams do. It's not about what they've done in the past. What do you think and evaluate they're going to do in the future? I think there's some upside here, but I, I wouldn't consider it a splash like, like Jody Mack would. I'd leave that for the the really, really big time players who most don't even hit the market, by the way. So Deshaun Watson would be a not, splash. <laughs> but not right. Not, yeah. not a splash, but a good signing. That'll do it for this edition of Football 24-7. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe on the Jacob Media YouTube. John, I'm sure we'll be getting a few more episodes of Football 24-7 starting to come back in as April's right around the corner, the draft's right around the corner, free agency just kicked off. The NFL never goes away, my friend. Never goes away. We'll probably be back today. Who yeah, knows? he could be. Yeah. Yeah. All right, brother. Thanks, Andrew. You got it.